Uh, so I was just recently in Southern California, and there were a lot of billboards for the Calm meditation app. And they all had a guy on there. I'm like, I'm like, I think it's, I'm 80% sure this is LeBron James, but I don't really know. And then I Googled it. Uh, I Googled LeBron James Calm collab. And uh, I did get that apparently um, they they backed up the Brinks truck and uh, LeBron James is uh, helping people get more mindful. I just I just saw a TV commercial um, with him uh, pitching Calm. And I, that was like sometime just in the last couple of days. So I think this is kind of like a new thing. Yeah. Um, I... Meh, fine. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Like, I, I, does it ever bother you um, that like wellness apps are like? Does it ever like make you feel a little bit weird? You're like that. Like Headspace and Calm are like hoping to be big businesses, or do you think they're providing a necessary service? Like, you know, like stuff that I'm not that all public service things should be free, but that ultimately uh, helping people like detach or. Um, fix their mental health is ultimately a business i i don't I, that always uh, strikes me as a slightly a slightly uneasy reality so i i hear what you're saying i would say my counterpoint would be that smartphone apps and celebrity endorsements thereof sort of make meditation maybe more accessible to more people and i think that's a good thing the economic side of it, sure, I, I see what you're saying there. But, you know, if it weren't for something like, so, I, you know, no offense, LeBron, but I'm a Headspace user. <laughs> um, and I know it's hard, it's hard to imagine that I would have ever gotten into any sort of regular meditation routine without something like Headspace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's like 12, it's 12 bucks a month. It's basically like... Well, one and three quarter cups of uh, Phil's fancy pour over coffee a month. Oh, uh, not the way I make it at home. Man, I, I am crushing it with the pour over. I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta make a video of that. We can. Oh, should, is that is that follow up? No, not. We'll, we'll get we'll get back to that. But the, the only thing is, wow, twelve dollars a month is way more than I thought it was. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's super worth it. Yeah. Maybe there, maybe there's like an annual plan I could sign up for that would be a little less per month. I should probably look into that. Yeah, I, I mean, on on the celebrity scale, I think I'm only slightly below LeBron. So if they want to give me a sponsored account, that's that'd be great. Well, as long as it, as long as it doesn't interfere with any of the sponsor work that we're doing here on this show. Remember, you signed the the non compete agreement. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Spindrift. Um, they're not going to get into the. Oh well, who knows? Maybe they can say the half and half is a meditative drink, or that that um, brewed black tea is um, has calming um, attributes. I think it's far more likely that bubbly is going to get involved, just because then in our can, show you, you can um, no, or maybe with like meditation, because then you can get like Michael Bublé involved. Is and... is he a noted uh, <laughs> a mindful person? It seems like he might be. I really don't think so. Um, actually, that brings up two points, three points of follow-up. Um, wait, no. I'm sorry. I'm very tired, and I have a headache, and I'm uh, also sick. So it's going to be a very nasally and congested and um, monotone episode. I apologize. That's, that's At least for best, half of it. The best kind. <clears throat> uh, so I'm going to lose the thread on this, but 
Oh, actually, a fourth point of follow-up. Uh, because I've been making a lot of trips to the East Bay and also uh, commuting a whole bunch, I have seen that take smart to the mart sign like mm. 15 times. And it, it, it's, it's not a good sign. I, I love the slogan, but it looks like it's just like just somebody opened up a, a Word document with an aerial. <laughs> it's like it's not um, designed. It's just gigantic red letters. Like like it's like if like um the uh who's who's a noted giant Buster Posey no like but in in mythology oh oh not a San Francisco giant <laughs> no <laughs> I wasn't um, really sure where you were going with that but I was gonna I was gonna work with you who who are the famous giants that are not Buster Posey I, I, I literally don't know what what are you talking about giants do you mean like like Greek gods like what are you talking kind of about? like like the guy on the corn can famous giants are you sure it's advil that you took before the show uh i can take a i can take, i can pop a couple of zyrtec to see if <laughs> things get more fun if that's like a party drug um like giants like it, the people that are larger than regular people i said like jack and the beanstalk kind thank of thing? you thank okay. you okay but wait wasn't jack really short wasn't that the whole point that he was climbing a beanstalk well, but it wasn't he climbing the beanstalk to like fight a giant or something. I don't know. All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, we'll cut it. We'll cut all this out. Anyway, the whole point I was going to make is that if a giant had a just like a label maker, that's what that looks like. <laughs> Getting back to going taking smart to the mart. That's that's such an infuriating sign. It's 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 an infuriating sign, but it's a great um oh. great tagline. I love it. Um, really classes up the joint compared to that design within Reach Store. Um, okay, so. Okay, item two, so item two of four. I finally um, tried the uh, the the two uh, beer samplers you gave me. I forget what the name of the uh, the brewery or the distributor is. Yeah, uh, Two Towns Cider House. Yeah, or C- Two Towns Cider Cider House. I don't know. Yeah, uh, the the pineapple one. Because yeah, I, to- I, I totally forgot they were in my fridge for a while. And then um, yeah, I tried both. You gave me one that just tasted like apple, and then the one that was basically like I was chewing a pineapple. Right. So that the so it is real time follow up. Two towns cider house. We'll put a link in the notes. And I gave you uh, Pacific pineapple, which is friend of the show Jason Snell's favorite. And then I think I also just gave you um, like I think it's just called like bright cider, which is just kind of their like traditional apple cider. Yeah, so the bright cider one was pretty pretty good, but it but again, it's basically just at that point, it's kind of just like boozy apple juice a little bit. Like it's not, it doesn't taste like beer. It just tastes like apple juice mostly. Right. No, c- cider cider often doesn't really taste like beer. It's kind of its own thing. Yeah, I don't know. The ciders I've had at Russian River are are much they 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 aren't as as uh, beer gross as I normally um, try to stay away from. But they don't they definitely don't taste like just like fruit juice. I don't know. The pineapple one, um, I didn't throw it out, but it wasn't was not that enjoyable. It's very sweet. It it won't hurt my feelings if you didn't drink the whole thing. It's okay. No, I I I I I, I was pot committed. <laughs> okay. Or, or what? I I I'm not a wasteful person. Like unless like I don't something has to be really inedible for me to throw it out. This is not how I was raised. But yeah, it it was fine. Um, I actually I might buy the apple the apple juice one um you know a little juice box um the apple cider one but probably not i'm I'm still 
and, and not beer isn't my favorite but i'm kind of i'm still into that four point tropical ipa thing or whatever it is if i'm going to mix it up with a beer yeah that's a good one yeah or just uh, take a detour to santa rosa get a calzone and then get whatever um uh beers they have on tap oh at uh russian river Bruco. yeah um what was the other things yeah i think that was mostly it oh yeah and then, then the coffee thing yeah still super into the ritual and the um fun of uh pour over coffee at home and yeah and, I, and i'm pretty sure i'm I, it's on par where um it's as good or actually better than um what you'd get at like um like a pour over at phil's or blue bottle so yeah, so let me ask, let me ask you. So what you talked a little bit about the gear last time we talked, but I think what I didn't ask you about was what type of coffee are you using? Uh so I I've tried four different um they're not called varietals. Like what not blends. It's like what would you call types of coffee? I think blends is what they typically say, right? Well, but a lot of times they're single source where that that's inherently not or that's no, implicitly not a blend. Sorry, I didn't didn't know it was that fancy mm-hmm. no. <clears throat> um yeah so i've i've tried uh so i've had the phil sulk and splendor which is my favorite coffee i think period um i've tried um equators java mocha java one um uh counterculture coffee is pretty good and then i there's one there's a a roastery and coffee maker in santa cruz called verve coffee that's actually pretty good too so i have that but that's still sealed i haven't have that yet so can you just like with phil's buy whole beans of just any of their coffees yeah yeah so right next to uh, just right like as you're kind of moving down the line from uh the ordering station the barista station that always seems to perplex people and i i i think they make it the, their signage is very helpful i still don't understand where everybody their initial complaint about phil's is always that they don't understand how um what the order of operations is but um i'm sympathetic to that phil's uh, phil's is confusing if you haven't been there before uh, true but uh, and especially at the one uh near where i live uh, apparently that was a big issue maybe this are uh the marin one got um heavily like dmv signaged because from when it opened they added way more signs saying basically hey, this is how it works please stop complaining <laughs> we're actually okay no i think you are right we're um the east bay ones i don't think they have that level of signage so it kind of the whole Starbucksy thing where you think, oh, I started the cash register and it's it's reverse. It's like um driving in Britain. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Um well, unless you're gonna do a royal family Brexit or whatever. I still don't understand what that story is about. I I don't really understand why that's news either, but eh, carry on. Yeah. Um I'm too tired and slow to remember what I said, so I don't I, I don't have the show title document. I'm just gonna leave this text mate window blank. Um, anyway, yeah, so the coffee thing's good. <laughs> Forgot where we were. What, what follow-up number are we on now? Uh, I, there was one more, but I don't remember what it is, so. Okay. Oh, yeah, but so I appreciate you giving me the beer, and it was, um. Cider. Wait, also, that makes it sound like I'm, uh, like I'm 16. <laughs> and, and uh yeah he slipped you a 20 outside the lockers you, you, thanks you, for the beer you, you slipped me a 55 millimeter sony lens and i slipped <laughs> you a couple of cans of cider oh actually let's that that's also that i i think that sort of counts as follow-up but we might have to check with john syracuse but um yeah you you ordered another lens beyond the well actually, i'm not sure you actually said on the show that you had purchased the um uh the 35 <clears throat> the 35 millimeter one I, 
I think I had mentioned it because I think our last show was the day after I ordered it. So I hadn't even received it yet. So got the 35 millimeter lens, was using that to compare with your 55 millimeter lens, and then kind of had that moment through the holidays as I, as I was taking some pictures, really being able to see the differences between the two and sort of the benefits of having both. Specifically, like I, I told you about this over the weekend. Um, on Christmas Day, there was just kind of this particular situation I was in where I had started with the 35, but then wanted a little bit more magnification. And so put the 55 millimeter lens that you had let me use on. And that was kind of the um, epiphany moment where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I get this now. Still don't know how to use like the camera in general, but you know, <laughs> at least, at least the lenses are starting to make sense. Good. good. Um, and so um, I went ahead and bought that same 55 millimeter lens, um, which was also, I can't remember if I, if I mentioned this to you, but I had just done some <clears throat> Googling as one does um, about like best lenses for infant photography. And sure enough, the, that Sony 35 millimeter lens and the 55 millimeter both came up as two very popular choices. So that kind of sealed the deal. Um, so I bought that. And then, you know, if I'm, if I'm on Amazon spending money, why not just spend some more money and ended up buying, I think basically every other little accessory that you <clears throat> recommended, which was a SD to USB-C adapter, a SD to lightning adapter, and then a little portable tripod. Mm -hmm. And so now between that sling that I bought from Peak Design and all these other little accessories, um, I bought a couple of other little Peak Design straps and things, which I don't know if we want to talk about here. Yeah, um, why not? So I bought the the hand strap. You bought the not the not the bare bones one I have. You bought the slightly fancier one, right? Uh, does Peak Design have two hand straps? So I have the super cheap one. I think it's called the Cuff and not named after Eddie Q. Um, but it's very very. Um, oh well, that's that's the you, you have um, the one that's uh, a step above. Right. So you, well, you, but so mine is like a hand strap. Yours is like a wrist strap. Is your wrist not your hand? Well, so if, if you, if I'm you look kidding. at, I'm, well, I'm only half kidding, but if you look at the clutch, you would, you'd kind of see the difference that I'm um, talking about. Oh, no, that's Buster Posey. Got it. <laughs> um, oh, interesting. Okay. So, but could you put it around your wrist if you needed to? No. I can't really tell from the picture. Not really. No. Hmm. Um and it's actually it's funny because the clutch sort of it's designed to work mostly with larger DSLRs. They even have kind of like a big disclaimer about using it with mirrorless cameras. But oh, it just, interesting. It just so happens that the way that the A7 III is set up is it's it's just big enough. Like basically like the button the shutter button has to be kind of far enough forward and there has to be a big enough hand grip on the camera in order for the clutch to work, which is sometimes not the case with smaller mirrorless cameras. But the yeah. the Sony one is like just, just big enough uh, for this thing. Um, and the, the clutch is what I've been primarily using. And it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's not going to be a chef special, I don't think, but... <laughs> 
Um, but it's 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 pretty good. Um, I am actually kind of interested in this uh, cuff thing that you have too, though, just because that that seems like that could be kind of convenient. Is that is that what you have on the on the camera most of the time? No, I rarely ever. So that's that's the thing where um, I'm not a big person. Like unless I'm event shooting, where I'm going to be out for like three or four hours, I generally don't use a camera strap um, at all. Like not a neck strap or this. Um, I use the cuff when I'm hiking um, or just kind of maybe don't want to hold the camera for that long, but don't want to put it away. Um, that's where that at being an impulse buy at like 30 bucks is um, is easy. Because, yeah, the slide light that you just pointed to, that's what I have for a neck strap. But I use that so rarely. Yeah, that's why I, I bought I bought this as well over the holidays because the the, the Sony one is is not it's, great. It's the it's uh. I don't know if this is a problematic word. Uh, uh, Jason Snell uh, talks about it. chintzy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted, I, you never know with, with words after that have aged poorly. If this is actually a, not great, yeah. It 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 doesn't. It's not a high quality strap at all. It's um, not. They they started including a nicer one with the A seven R four, but it's still not very good. So you might as well spend the the fifty or sixty dollars to get a nice one. Yeah. So the 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 slide light is really really nice. It's really well made. Um, I don't really know how often I'm going to end up using uh, a neck strap, um, but it just it seems like a good thing to have. It, um, it, it good. I just the, the, I was just going to say too that I what's you know this is I guess kind of how they get you right like the the Apple style lock in where the great thing with Peak Design is all of this stuff works with this anchor system that they have. And so it's all very quickly interchangeable. So, you know, for example, there's a configuration where I can actually have both the slide light uh, neck strap, which can also be used as like a shoulder strap, on at the same time as the clutch, which is really nice. Or if you want to take the clutch off and just use the slide light, you can do that too. Like it's it's very it's very flexible. Um, which I think is kind of appealing because I can kind of see where, depending on the situation, kind of like you were just alluding to, like sometimes one type of strap is going to make sense um, more than another, or maybe sometimes you just want everything off the camera and it's 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 nice and easy to um, detach the straps from these uh, anchors that connect to the camera. Yeah, I would kind of, kind of agree with about the lock-in, but not really only because the anchor links are just really affordable and really durable. Um, and there's stuff you, I, I, maybe I'm just desensitized after like kind of being in the familiar with the prices of all, of, of once you get to a certain level of um, gear that you're willing to entertain the price of, uh, uh, Peak Design stuff seems very uh, inexpensive. But yeah, that... that um, I would say the anchor system's pretty 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 rock solid. And on yours, when you you have the you already installed the anchor links on the camera, I assume. You you took off the uh little Sony triangle things, right? Oh my gosh. I did because Good. Okay, so, just because that, that's a that's a weak point and most people accidentally put the anchor links into that, which is a big no no. No, well so like one of the very first things I noticed, like the first time I went to use the camera was I kept like things. hearing this noise and I was like, what, <laughs> what the hell is that? Like, is there like something wrong with the shutter or something? Um, but then I'm like, oh, it's, it's these little, um, little, I don't know, what do you call them? Eye loops or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
eyelid loops or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, like when you, because uh, I actually had to end up Google searching to see like how you remove them. <laughs> um, and my initial Google searches re- returned a bunch of results of like how loud and annoying these things are. Um, and they're, they're actually, um, they are not big enough for the, um, the clutch. Like the, like the way that the, they didn't really work very well with, with connecting the clutch. So that was a good excuse to take them off anyway. And then peak design also just gives you replacement ones, which are way better. Um, so. Well, good. I forgot. Where were we before this? Uh, pour over coffee. No, right, right after that. Okay, so yeah, so you got the lens. Okay, good, good infant lens. Yeah, so it. Uh, uh, oh, so that, that was my point. Um, yeah, I would generally say you probably wouldn't use like maybe get the the cuff, but um, the camera is light enough, especially with the two lenses you're gonna use. Where if you, you're either just gonna set the camera down on like a table if you're in your own house, or if you're out and about, you're gonna put it in your camera bag because you have a small one. Like I don't know, it, it seems like it's quick enough to grab where you probably won't be wearing it around your neck just because you're not, you're not like fanny pack dad at Disneyland yet. That's one little problem I've run into is it's, it's making me think if I should have maybe gotten this, the bigger sling. Get both. Like I have both. Like uh, I have both, the 10 both lead... size sling. Yeah. Just cause like if I'm using like, uh, like a telephoto lens and I want to have like that plus like a medium sized prime, that's not going to fit in the five liter and it wouldn't fit in the six either. We're just different, 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 uh, horses for courses or whatever the phrase is. Because I'm, well, I'm even finding like, um, so that the you know you you put the camera in with either the 35 or the 55 millimeter lens connected, and then have the other lens next to it. That that basically takes up the entire compartment. So there's not really like a lot of room for things like the uh, neck strap or anything. Yeah, but I mean, but with, even with the five liter I have, I can I can still fit up like yeah an eighty five millimeter prime, a forty millimeter lens, um, the mini tripod, the lightning to SD card reader, and a pack of gum, and it's still plenty. There's it, it's that that is an appropriate amount of stuff. Where do you, where do you put the mini tripod? Isn't there at the top kind of an extra section, or maybe I'm thinking of the ten liter actually? Isn't there a little zip section at the top of the f- bag? There is, but I. With the six liter that I have, I don't think there's any way that the that tripod would fit in there. Maybe I'm thinking of the of the ten, but I could have sworn it still fits. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah. Maybe I just need to play around with that a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah, fun times. Glad you glad you're getting into it, and that you're. But also uh, a cautionary tale to not get uh, tied up with the gear and just actually take pictures and and play around with your stuff and and um yeah learn how to use it. And your your advice was aperture priority mode. That's kind of what I should be honing in on mm-hmm. yeah and then just take uh take an hour and just go through literally every setting on the phone uh, on the phone what's what's the thing that's not a phone on the camera and then <clears throat> uh just yeah if you don't know what something is google it and then you'll know if you need to know what it is yeah yeah ah uh, all right um actually uh can we can i can i go into an angry story for a minute Oh please! Just to move this along, well, actually, there's probably more follow up, and we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that. But because um, you put in a thing today, I, this this was a story I'd actually forgot, or something that I was going to talk about that I'd forgotten about because we haven't. It's been a, like a week or two. Um, uh, let me go to the threads thing in Slack. I'm sure you put this um, in the document, but 
Uh, oh yeah, new August smart lock shrinks and integrates with HomeKit. Um, so yeah, the August lo- August lock I think is dead to me. Oh yeah, I bet you put this in the thing like weeks ago. So did, so did I put that on Christmas Day or the day after Christmas? Something like that. Yeah, and I've been dying to hear what happened. Yeah, I got locked out of my fucking house. Oh, so what what happened? So I mean, it's it's been a busy few months, and but um, so I haven't been on top. Like I I always feel like for some of the smart home stuff, for the stuff that needs like firmware updating, that I should have like a whole project in OmniFocus just so I can try to manage all of the BS of a smart house. But I, I have not done that yet. So apparently, uh, my locks batteries died uh, with no warning. Um, I never got a push notification. Have never thought to go into the app to go see what the battery level was. But I went to take out the trash on, I think, the day after Christmas. And then I have my thing set. To, uh, sorry for OPSEC reasons. But I, I have it set for like a 90-second relock. Right. And I go I go put all my spindrift cans in the recycling. And I come back up and the door's locked. I'm like, <clears throat> eh, whatever, that's fine. Uh, apparently, I'm just walking slow today. You know, post-Christmas, post-food binge. And I try to open the door. And then the keypad... Um, makes have you ever had have you ever tried to enter your house with your keypad and you accidentally key in the wrong thing yeah you get the it's a very angry noise and it's, <laughs> yeah. and it's surprisingly loud um and i'm like oh okay i forget maybe yeah i don't know maybe too much cider and then i uh, key in the thing again <laughs> i don't think that was the cider day um and still angry angry noise and the issue with that is that the that annoying noise um, it's more high pitched than that, but I'm too nasally right now. It doesn't mean wrong code necessarily. It can mean a variety of things, which I found out after much Googling. Right. Um, it can mean it doesn't have a Bluetooth connection to the lock. It can mean invalid code or expired code, or, um, I just don't feel like it. Um, so I'm like, oh shit. Well, like I just thought immediately like the batteries, um, to the keypad are dead. So I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Because uh, mind you, I was just taking out the trash. So I didn't have my phone with me, didn't have my wallet with me. So all I have is my Apple watch. So I'm like, well, I guess it's 40 degrees outside and I'm going to walk to Safeway and buy some fucking AAA batteries so I can try to get back in my house. And I go do that. And it's like, that's like a 15 minute walk each way. Don't, don't look this up. And I come back and it feels really weird to walk around a neighborhood with like this weird, like glowing red thing that looks like something suspicious. I don't know. That also is weird. <laughs> Just like walking home, hoping like, I really hope I can get back in my house. And it, uh, I, I put the new batteries in and it glows and I try the code again and, uh, angry sound again. So I'm like, well, that's no good. Uh, did I get, did I get hacked? Do my codes no longer work? Did I somehow accidentally delete myself from my lock? Because also I installed an August lock at a different residence and I was like, oh shit, did I overwrite something or did I somehow screw something up uh, at some point? And now it finally bit me. No, still, still nothing. So then I'm like, well, fuck what I'm going to do. I don't have my phone with me because it's on the inside of my house or my apartment. And then I'm like, okay, well, I have the Apple watch on here. With I with WatchOS six or whatever, you're you're supposed to be able to down download apps from the Watch App Store because I didn't have the August Lock app installed on my watch because why would I? And I downloaded it, and then it says sign in on your iPhone to use this. So mm, d- does yep. fuck all for me. So and I'm like, well, shit. Um, so I but then I went back to it like ten minutes later 
And I was like, there's no way that I can't use the watch app. And I went back to it. Oh, well, then this was after hey, uh, saying, hey, Siri, can you unlock the front door? Because I'm like, did I ever somehow accidentally uh, enable August to work with HomeKit? No, of course I didn't. I hate HomeKit. Well, and, and, and even if even if you had, I think I get that. I think I get the the Siri integration to work like one out of every five or six times I try it. So, yeah. So I was like, and then after like 10 minutes passed, I try it again. And then apparently you don't need to do the sign in on your iPhone thing when you're back in range of your home Wi-Fi network. I guess maybe the first time it didn't work because I was using the cellular part of my watch. I don't know if the August Apple Watch app even works if you're not within... The, the actually you know what the the august apple watch app's a little bit of a mystery to me in terms of like what criteria it needs to work because like the siri integration i find that to be super unreliable but anyway continue so, so I, I sent you a, a thing so eventually when i did try it the second time and apparently the watch had connected to my home wi-fi network it did acknowledge that my front door at treehouse was locked and closed but i would tap the unlock button and it would animate, and it would do nothing, and I kept furiously tapping, and it would just do nothing. So in the end, uh, I was fortunate that the uh, property manager slash owner was home, and I had to go ask to be let into my, my dumb house. Because it would have been so bad had uh, she not been home. Um, and like, what am I going to do? Try to go ser- Google search for a locksmith and uh try to call them on my dumb wristwatch like i was so mad and it was also so cold so angry yeah so i guess to yeah not to what was the phrase you used opsec or something a minute ago yeah yeah um we're gonna keep this vague um i i've had this thought in my head for a really long time that i need to put a Mm-hmm. A key to the house somewhere where in the events that the August lock just completely dies that I at least have that to fall back on. Cause that, that's actually a nice part of the August lock is that you can always use your existing deadbolt mm-hmm. key. Um, and, uh, your story has, um, is going to force that to become an omnifocus task, which is going to have a due date of this weekend. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. So I, it was really dumb, um, and it just bugged me because, like, it, it there were no warnings. Like maybe maybe I've just gotten so used to because I honestly so a, a few more things. Um, f- somehow, like four months ago, my lock started making noise, even though I thought I had turned that off. And then so it just makes like this little because uh, sometimes it'll like the lock have you ever had it where the auto lock it because your door is either maybe not closed all the way or closed too far in it won't lock or yes. do you not have that no i've definitely had that yeah so if you have the sound turned on it makes this kind of like wally sound like it's 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 sad that it can't uh finish locking your door and then it'll try again in like 90 seconds and hopefully the door shuffled itself just like um whatever two millimeters it needed to do the thing but yeah, so it four months like ago, it turned on the sounds again. Maybe there's a firmware update, whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's kind of it's kind of nice to know that, like, as you're walking up to the door, that it makes a little chime that you know it unlocked. That's not just the like mechanical deadbolt unlock thing. But then maybe about three weeks ago, it stopped making the sounds, and that probably should have been a tip off to me. But it, I mean, they turned on randomly, so they turned off randomly. So it was whatever. So, so there's 
So there's there's two questions I have in this story. Mm-hmm. So one is you had to unlock the door to exit your apartment. Mm-hmm. So the lock had enough battery to. Well, the... no, I manually unlocked it. Wait, what? Do you yeah, use so your? You but that doesn't require battery life. No, no, no. I get it. So you manually unlocked it mm-hmm. and then and then closed your door. Oh, that is, and then. You know, I guess yeah. more, more than ninety seconds had passed, so it locked itself, which re- would have required there. It has some. Pa- God, this is that's way worse. Well, so then, then the other part of this story is this screenshot of your Apple Watch that you sent me. It's registering that the like it's it's recognizing a connection to your lock, and it and it's recognizing that your door is closed and locked. So clearly. It's it's it has some amount of power because otherwise I just assume that your Apple Watch just wouldn't even be able to find your lock at all. I would have assumed that the August Connect had some like history of like this is the last known state of the watch or of the lock. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it works like that. I think it only shows you the current state. Well, but that's the frustrating part is because even though um the um the watch was trying to communicate with the connect to unlock it. Like it wasn't even making a sound like it was recognizing the connection. Well, but that, I mean, that happens to me all the time when I try to use, (laughs) try to use the Apple watch app. I think that's, that's just the, that's just the app. That's not necessarily anything to do with what was going on with your lock. I mean, I wonder if like, I I wonder if you're like, your batteries were just so low that it was only able to just, intermittently work and it happened to work when it triggered the auto lock after you left Mm -hmm. and then it might have just been the case that well because you were trying to use your keypad and that they they keep you know for all the for all the faults with the apple watch app and with the um siri integration the keypad's actually like rock solid usually other than the, the the really upsetting uh tone it makes like no the key the keypad's great like the keep without the keypad i would have uninstalled this on day oh, two oh that i think i mean i i think i've said this on the show before like without the keypad it it just it doesn't really make sense to have i don't think it's like having hue lights with where you rely only on your phone it's dumb like totally. that that right. that that is the easiest way to get divorced or break up with whoever <laughs> lives with you um yeah, so that's I, I'm just so it, uh, it was very upsetting, and also like my door had or the the lock had been doing that whole uh, unable to auto. There was a like I forget what the uh, dumb. I should have the I should have the phrasing memorized of the. I've uh, been getting that message lately too. Fucking hmm. like three times a week. I hate it. It's it's hmm. it says this thing where uh, due to an auto uh, auto communication error with lock failed to blah 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 bullshit bullshit like a bunch of Mitch, a bunch of Mitch McConnell language. Saying a saying saying a whole lot of nothing of why it can't do anything. No witnesses. <laughs> um Yeah, so I'm just I but the thing is I am limited by the fact that I do need to retain the existing deadbolt that grossly limits the options that I have. I don't know, like I, I was having like a good like the I think you made me get one or you peer pressured me into getting one like a year and a half ago. Yeah, and it was rock solid for a year, and I really like it. Where I could go out for a run or for a walk around the neighborhood, 
not have to worry that I have my wallet or my keys or anything like that. Even if I'm not wearing my Apple Watch, like if I'm just trying to have one of like my disconnection walks because I'm just, you know, screen time and whatnot, like I could just get, like leave my house. And I've, like it's gotten way crappier, and I don't know what's wrong with the lock. So it's it's it was a super big bummer and really really annoying. So. I guess so as the conclusion of this story, did you put new batteries in the lock and has it been working since? Yeah. And it was, it was making the Wally noises and it was doing stuff immediately. I'm like, you piece of shit. Like, I, I was so mad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's fine. Um, and based on this um, Apple Watch screenshot, it sounds like, well, I actually, at least it, it wasn't too late in the evening. I was, I flipped a couple digits here and was thinking it was later in the evening than it was, but. No, but also uh, the a tertiary upsetting part of this is one. Yeah, I, I actually the upsetting things three and four. So I go walk down to the Safeway to get um, and also to clarify, it's the Safeway, just like it's the four hundred five. It's you you put the in front of Safeway. I hear people calling it Safeway without the the, and it ups, it upsets me. Huh. So I'm, I'm gonna think about this for a second. What do I? Because I I mean I definitely do the the four hundred five the five. But I'm trying to think of when I refer to Safeway. You say like, hey, I'm going to Trader Joe's. I'm going to Whole Foods. I'm going to the Safeway. The Safeway. Yeah, maybe, I think I might actually do it sort of interchangeably. Mm, okay. Anyway, continue. Um, and I apologize. This, this is all the Advil talking. Uh, this is, I'm not, not normally this thing, right? But um, yeah, so I, so I walked down to the Safeway to get um, uh, some AAA batteries. And don't, don't ever buy anything that's not food at Safeway. How much do you how much do you think a four pack of <laughs> store brand uh-huh. uh, uh, Safeway batteries were? So you see for four pack AAA? They don't have a two pack. Yeah, AAA. How much do you think? I'm going to guess 8 bucks. 7.49. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there was that, so that was upsetting. And then also the fact that um I didn't I was like, what if I can't buy this? Because like, you know how like I NFC payments are still not 100%. Like I know that it's accepted at almost all Safeways now. But you know how sometimes it just like it just won't do like it just doesn't it's just like nah, I'm not going to listen to your NFC thing and you just one out of every 10 times you just have to put your card. Right. So had that not worked, I would have been really mad. So yeah, I don't know. It was it was a silly situation. Um, oh, and then because I'm like, I uh, when I went to change the batteries on my smart lock, because I and I think I asked you about this, but but then I just ended up having to Google it because you weren't sure about like using the um, Panasonic Eneloop batteries in August. Like if like in slow drain the uh, appliances like that, do they are they appropriate? And you were unsure. I had I because I. I want to say that at some point I had heard on a podcast or seen somewhere that that was not recommended, but, um, and I don't, I don't know. There is, there is just something, there's something about rechargeable batteries like that, where I feel like for absolute mission critical stuff, I don't want to mess with that. I, which is probably like in just an old man, irrational fear. But, um, so I, I generally, I, I don't think I ever have put rechargeable batteries in mine. Yeah. So upsetting thing 3.5 or a three and a half uh, platform three and a half is the fact that I went to, uh, to target, not the target, just target um, to get um, extra batteries. Cause I'd used the last four double A's in the actual August lock itself. And then how much do you think 20 batteries uh, name brand energizer batteries cost you at target? 
Oh man. Fifteen bucks. Thirteen dollars. Yeah. Ugh. So the per unit price is so in <laughs> That's an, an, another reason why you gotta get a Costco membership, man. Kirkland batteries. Cheap. Well yeah, but I don't have any place to put them. As you've as you told me, my apartment's cozy. Which is go for I did tell you that. Uh, um build build sheds. That's where am I gonna put them? <laughs> I don't put, know. Put in my balcony or whatever. But that's got block the view of the dogs. Um, oh, offset. No, beep that out. Put put dog marks on that. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that was a, that was a really upsetting uh, thing, and it was it was so it was so dumb. You've you've encapsulated a lot of my um, tech worst nightmares in that story. My August lock failing me is definitely something I worry about from time to time. Apple Watch jackassery. The yeah, that and then like the specifically around like NFC payments. Like I, there's been a couple of occasions. I actually recently, I guess, just with all the like holiday shopping and stuff, where I've gone into a store, um, like without my wallet, and am just banking on you know NFC payments working. Like it, it's a place that I know accepts NFC payments and have generally like used them in the past. Um. But especially if you're going in in a situation like you had where you don't even have your phone, like you're just with your watch, there is something about that where you're just like, I, this might not work. Um, yeah, that that did happen once back when I lived in the East Bay and I, w- I went for a run and I was like, you know, I'm only going out with my Apple Watch. And this was before cellular existed. But I was like, you know, I'm going to go run to Panera and then get myself a smoothie so that this run is worth it. And then it, NFC wasn't working. So I went home uh, smoothie-less. <laughs> Oh, did they, did they, oh, I guess Panera, they, you, they wouldn't have made your smoothie before you bought it at least. Oh, well, it was, it's like a fine dining restaurant where they just, it's, it's all, uh, uh, pre-free. How do you, how do you actually pronounce that? There's a, there's a tasting menu of smoothies and then you pay afterward. Yeah. Prefix. Uh, it, that's not how you, that's, I always think that's how, in my head, that's how I pronounce it, but there's no way that's how Prefix. you're supposed to pronounce Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that's not how you, in French. I, yeah, I think that's the the french pronunciation as well i'm not sure about that i think it is okay i'll ask alexa later um okay uh so what else was there um so okay apparently they're picking a new august smart lock that is maybe hopefully 30 percent less crappy um <sighs> i think i think the the you know, I, I'm not. I'm not going to try to sell you on the idea of getting a new um, August lock <laughs> after hearing that story. But I, I don't know. Actually, the thing that I think's interesting about this is the fact that they're ditching the August Connect hub. Wait, what? In our so that this new lock directly connects to your Wi-Fi network, and so and so you no longer need a hub for remote access. Well, but does it still have Bluetooth LE? Yes. Okay. So if your so if your internet's down, it still would work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, none of that's changed. But the way that the August lock is now is the only um, way that you can access it remotely is if you have this August Connect little box because the lock itself doesn't have Wi-Fi, so it it communicates via Bluetooth to this little little box that you plug into the wall that then connects to your wi-fi network um but and this is i guess this is sort of related to that whole like chip or choy thing (laughs) (laughs) that the alliance of apple google and amazon that they talked about an upgrade this week and 
I I got a good chuckle out of their uh, abbreviations for it. Can we or acronyms can we for it? Real quick, talk about that for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not that specific thing, but the um, that episode. Why yeah. would Jason Snell not bring his electric toothbrush with him? That yeah, that that puzzled me too. Yeah, it's very very easy to take an electric toothbrush with you, and you know, like the the charge on one lasts forever. Like you can go. I mean, I I can actually attest to this given my current situation. You can go weeks at a time without plugging that thing in, and it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing about let me see if I have the thingy. Uh, yes. I, I it's it's always so frustrating that you can't um drag a photo out of um out of a photos dot app directly into Slack. Um. So since I can't do that, I'll just take a screenshot. So them uh, abandoning the August Connect doesn't make sense because then how are they like? So I also have a Yale lock that has this little like uh, modular chipset thing that connects to August Connect to make it a connected lock. Are they just abandoning all of that then? No, I don't. I don't think they're getting rid of the August Connect. Well, I mean, I guess like well, if it's in, if they're removing it from their flagship product, that means basically they think it's a dead end technology. Yeah, in the long term they are. Um, but I guess like that actually gets to the the real point I was trying to make with even bringing up the story is I just I like the idea of smart home stuff getting away from dedicated hubs and instead just connecting directly to your Wi-Fi network and then through software compatibility working with things like HomeKit and the lady in a can and all that stuff. Like that's that's definitely the direction this stuff has to go. So I mean J- yeah, Jason was making a good point where he's like the fact that you kind of, like I the Hue bridge just because I'm so bought into Hue lights, I actually don't mind the Hue bridge. I kind of actually do like it having a dedicated like each bulb not being Wi-Fi. Can I can I interject something real sure. fast here? So there's going to just a uh, they they call this a tease in the uh, industry, Carlos. Mm-hmm. Which industry? Uh, like the radio industry, or like you know, like industry when people say industry accounting. Got it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, because of the number of additional lights that have been added to my home as part of this kitchen remodel. No. Um, I the limo's fifty. You don't have fifty lights. Oh yes, I do. Fifty. Hmm. Well, more. What are you What are you talking about? Think about the recessed lighting in our house. I sure that's not fifty. Uh, I do not think you... you got a blank check to buy fifty t- oh, times forty for the BR bulbs. Those things are expensive. We'll, we'll talk after the show. You did not spend two thousand dollars on lights. Um. We'll talk after the show. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> No, that's it's it is not possible for somebody to have fifty lights in their house. No, well, so we have um, the recessed, some, of the, some of the little light strip thingies, the, the, the recessed lights. Uh-huh. Um, we Wait, have, actually hold on, you just sent me a picture. This, this will be way easy to disprove. Well, there are <laughs> there are twelve recessed lights alone in the kitchen. Okay, and then two of the light strips, mm-hmm. and there's like I don't know, there's like. Six in the living room, eight in the family room, four in each of the bedrooms, two in the hallway, and then we're gonna have. And then also the the thing with the fifty limit too. 
I kind of buried the lead here is that's not just bulbs, that's accessories too. So every switch counts towards that limit. So does that mean you have to have a second bridge or are there just, is there a new generation of bridge that has more slots? No. So it means I have to have a second, a second bridge. And uh, the reason I, I bring this up now is because from the little I've researched online about that, it's, it's likely going to create some problems. <laughs> for, well, already you have a you have a dead bulb. Uh, well, no, that's that's on a separate circuit. None of that stuff's set up quite right yet. Um. So anyway, more lots more to come on um, feelings about smart home bridges and and the like in in my life. Yeah. So, but I mean, but yeah. Anyway, going back to if uh, for somebody who only has. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fourteen hue bulbs. Um, not a problem. Um, and because you like the hue lights have are just like of all the smart home and uh, honestly uh, of all technology I have, they are the least fussy. Like my e key, uh, two days ago, the e key on my MacBook Pro doesn't work anymore, unless I press really, really hard. Oh, you have, a, you have a crunchy key? Not a crunchy key. It doesn't. An <laughs> in, in, inoperable key. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, the things that used to work, like just computers, they, they don't work anymore. But uh, my Hue lights rock solid. And now when there's a power outage, which happens a lot, um, as of a firmware version, whatever, whatever, uh, they don't blind me in the middle of the night. So, Hue lights are A+. Yeah, I think the the Hue ecosystem is one of the very few smart home systems that's just it's just very well designed. The app is really good, the hardware's excellent. They've got integrations with basically everything. It's it's pretty top notch. Hue is like the grilled cheese of technology. Like it it has been cooking quietly and patiently for a very long time and it's pretty much perfect like it's the opposite of tivo like <laughs> the, the, we'll, uh, we'll the, the only thing that. the only thing with the hue stuff is well it being expensive is not a knock it's, on it it's 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 expensive but though. that's fine so so is good stuff yeah like good things fair. usually are except well, for I max mean, i've you know as someone who's bought an obscene amount of few lights i i get it but mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, Hue stuff. Great. I forgot. Who was it? You or me? Who? Who? Who was the first to Hue? Um, I think I think it was, it was me. No, no, you. Yeah. No, no. Sorry. It was uh, initially I got um Belkin Wemo lights because they were cheaper, and and that's the that what's what's the phrase uh uh buy nicer buy twice. That was definitely true about Wemo because mm. their app. If you think a Hue app was rough a long time ago. The Wemo app in the iOS 5 days was an abomination, and it almost never worked. And again, that almost led to a divorce. Um, so it's, it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, Hue has been baking for a really long time, and it's great. It's kind of costly. Um, I beca Again, because I'm not a homeowner, I don't really know. I haven't looked that hard into the Lutron Casita thing, like because... Is that custom lighting like lights, lights, or is it just fixtures and switches? So the the problem. So the, so my original vision. I th I think we talked about this on the show. My original vision when we moved into the house was to not continue down the uh, hue path. 
path, but rather to just keep like regular LED bulbs and all the recessed lighting in our house and instead do the whole smart switch thing. Well, that's because you were trying to beat the casino. Like you thought you, you, you figured it out and instead you just had to do it the right way. Well, well, so to be fair, the, the smart switch thing is a really good option if you have the proper electrical wiring. Oh, and the, and so the that issue, was the ground wire issue thing. I thought that was it's, your um, it's a, thermostat. It, it's a neutral wire. Uh, the, the wiring for our thermostat was also an issue, but that was a semi-easy uh, user fix. Like me... Uh, me and the lady friend's dad were able to just do that ourselves. So quick, um, quick detour with all your upgrades, have you kind of future proofed a lot of the wiring situation or is that kind of just limited to modernizing the kitchen? It, the, the wiring is modernized, but only in the kitchen. Um, and <laughs> because I had gone so far down the hue path with the rest of the house, I probably could have done like something like the the lutron smart switch in the kitchen but yeah at that that point why yeah at that point why would i not just have the hue lights because one of the other i think underrated benefits of having the same lighting through the whole house is you get consistent color temperatures throughout which (laughs) is a you know it's an ultimate ultimate like first world nicety but i I find that to be really I find that to be very nice. Well, it's, it's mandatory. And also, like, just at that point, like, why, like, uh, what, what's, what was the guy's name? Like, Mike from Breaking Bad said, no, no half measures. Like, why, there's no upside in um, mixing product type to, to save a buck. Like, it, it's just, just go, like, if you're that far in, just do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, the, you know, I mean, I mean, let, let's just, let's just be real for a minute. I mean, like, the, <laughs> we've been fake the, all the time. <laughs> the the 12 recessed lights for the kitchen and then the two light strips were you I mean that's you know, it's basically like 600 bucks worth of stuff so it's you know it's it's not cheap um but it but you know to your point it's it's stuff that i'm gonna buy once and then never really have to think about it again yeah also I mean, th- with- in theory those i mean those lights should basically last like the life of the kitchen so yeah it's a it's an investment in the kitchen yeah. Uh, well, until the the Trump EPA says um, you can't have LED lights anymore, only coal powered lights. <laughs> right. <clears throat> you clean the coal. Um. Yeah. The man, man the people in, in this Casita website have a lot of a lot of recessed LEDs. Um. Yeah. How do we get talking about this? Pour oh, over, the August pour over coffee. I think. No. Yeah. Well, that man. You're not I, one of those like crazy people that when you travel you bring some kind of kit with you, are you? No, that's actually when I travel. That's one of my um like vices or my like the little pleasures I get. Is I just like trying out just like uh, whatever the nice coffee shop is in town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like again, yeah. I know you don't like uh believe in the um like being out in doing work in a coffee shop is um uh beneficial to productivity like you i think we're it's not it's 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 verifiably true there's been studies by me being that i said so (laughs) um yeah but no like going to a coffee shop when i travel like i I do that that's the drinking coffee in a place that's not where you live is basically what i live for 
Well, I mean, as a as a pleasurable thing to do, I'm 100% on board. As a place that you are trying to be productive and get work done, I think that's a bunch of nonsense. But I think it's mostly, and it's not that home has a bunch of distractions for me. It's just that, like, when I'm out, and we've talked about this 8,000 times, I just, I don't have the same, like, creature comforts and, um, like, uh fallbacks and like uh like just pitfalls that i could that i have at home where if i'm out like there's just like this vague pressure that you should be doing things and it's mostly that like if i wanted to pull a casey list and go work in the cafe section of safe of the safeway i would do that although he has whatever a wegmans is i don't know for me like when i get out of the we get out of the house and go somewhere to work it's going to the office which you know designated place to work yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's do some quick hits because that ended up uh, the smart lock anger story uh, took way way longer than I thought. Um. IKEA smart blinds. I keep looking for um because I actually have an area where um like where I have a lot of uh like wide blinds because I have a lot of uh, big windows in my apartment but that would actually be primed for the uh, what are they called like um. Oh yeah, the they're oh I thought I always thought it was pronounced future. No, it's furter. Uh the furter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um those blinds are never in stock. So I why doesn't IKEA or why doesn't Engadget have a link to the actual IKEA thing? Um they're never in stock and you can't buy them online the the rollout has been well i mean first of all it was super delayed but then now that they're out it's been very very limited stock like across the country yeah so if i go look now oh they do come in way more sizes than they used to okay so i'd want the 48 inch length ones not available online out of stock in emeryville california what if i is this gonna be a frozen quest thing what if i go <laughs> Uh, let me go to I'll go to West Sacramento. No, yeah. So they're they're never available, but I keep wanting to experiment with it and try because it kind of se- that kind of seems like something that'd be really cool to not because you want to open the blinds, but as like a sunrise sunset thing. That seems super cool, even though it's probably one of those things like ifttt recipes for Hugh, where it's like no, this is actually mostly dumb than actually it is smart. But yeah, I'm. Uh, there's also one particular area of our house where I think these would make a lot of sense, and I'm I've been trying to get the the lady friend sold, and she's she's fully on board with the hue thing, but um is is skept- skeptical of this. Yeah, I mean I would agree. That's like even, yeah, uh, but then again I'm the person where if they were in stock when I'm uh buying potato chips and candles at IKEA, I would I would totally grab some. <laughs> you really have to let me know how the um. LED light strip things work because I keep uh, debating that versus Ikea also has um, LED under cabinet lighting that you can use that works on that trod free system, which technically ends up being Zigbee. This sounds like uh, gibberish. (laughs) Uh, Trod free works with Zigbee, which works with technically Hue, which I think you can link to HomeKit and Alexa. The future is so stupid. Oh, I should have. Maybe I should have looked into that because the 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 annoying thing with the hue light strips are they only sell them in the color version. 
So yeah. the, every other hue bulb I have is some variation of white, either just the plain white or the white ambiance, where it does like the different, um, you <laughs> know, ambiance. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotta sound fancy when you say that. Like what do you uh, pricks free? Whatever you said, <laughs> right? Uh, where it does like different temperatures of of white, but the the light strips do the you know whatever eight million different colors or something, which yeah, you know I'm. I'm literally going to try that one time after I get them set up on my phone. Just, and these want to be white. Just to say that I can and then just instantly make them the same temperature white that the rest of the house is. Yeah. So whatever Stromlingy is, I keep, I, I did my, the only reason why I haven't ever bought these is I just never um, have the foresight to, actually let me just put an OmniFocus now, to measure my under cabinets um, and try to figure out and try to experiment with these because they're not that expensive. Oh, so these are oh okay. These this this is not like a light strip. This is like a unit. Yeah, it's not thick, but um yeah, but the with the way because uh, my under cabinet stuff already has um like under cabinet lighting that I just never use because I don't like the color temperature. Oh, okay. Uh where it it would be easy to layer on top of or put it in the same spot. Got it. Yeah, the the thing that I liked about the Philips Hue light strip is you'd actually just cut them to size, which is kind of cool. Um, which also means you end up like not using a bunch of it because the other annoying thing is that in addition to it only coming in color, it also comes in like an eighty inch length. And the, and the eighty inch thing is like seventy dollars. Yeah, and and whatever part you cut off is is unusable you get you can't wait like, what? so so you only get one usable thing per 70 dollars uh-huh so that's like we, insanity well so like we have two areas of the kitchen where the light strips are so i i bought two because yeah I'm, well no that's I, crazy because in my my situation i would have four and they're both like rather short like there'd be one long one and three really short ones so i'd have to spend i where's excel 70 times 4, $280 plus yeah, tax. Yeah, or, or you'd have to find some creative way to like hide the connection between the two or something. But, but in, in, in like, I think in total, it would actually be like 70 inches of thing. So I just have to throw away. Now that's, that's wasteful. That, that should be that, that uh, green new deal on that. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah. Okay. So I guess, uh, what are they? Smart blinds. Yeah. I, eventually they'll be in stock one day and maybe I'll try it. Um, get back to Google Docs. I think there were a couple other real quick smart home stuff. Oh, I'm, so it's CES right now. So did you see Bali? Is, this, is that the Samsung robot? Samsung BB-8 thing. Um, I, I'm not anything other than what you put in the thing. But did you click on the video? I'm, I'm watching the video right now. So I can't tell if this is the dumbest thing ever or kind of cool. I mean, and, and I'm a sucker for it because it's got a corgi in it, but it's, it's weird how the ball, like you, you expect to be able to see something like rotate as it's moving, but, but you don't see anything. It's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. This is because I know Samsung has, there's no possibility Samsung properly executes on the software here. I I know it's going to be like nothing, but this as I'm very intrigued by smart home or like smart devices that are not basically just a speaker that's plugged into a thing or your phone. Like I, I appreciate that this is doing something new 
And also, this corgi's so damn cute. I feel like Branson would be totally freaked out by this thing, though. I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm sure. Although he actually, he's pretty good with the Roomba, so maybe not. Mm-hmm. Man, this corgi. All right. Um. Wait, does Bali get the vacuum cleaner to come? Yeah, it does. Oh, he does. Right. <laughs> we must be on exactly the same part of the video. I'm at one minute, 10 seconds. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is interesting. While everything at CES is dumb, and this is probably dumb, just like the Bixby thing, which uh, I like how MKBHD is still put. Like it's, it's, um, it's been like 400 days since Bixby Home was announced, and their HomePod competitor is still not out yet. Uh, it's 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 fun this is like this is never coming out right i i assume it's probably gonna come out in a limited release kind of like the galaxy fold type thing like is this it, it is an actual product that they plan to release i have no idea i don't know pay attention to samsung stuff <laughs> i don't know we'll see uh so yeah but ces is silly sony announced a electric car apparently um wasn't there a thing that apple was gonna have a booth at ces did i make that up uh, it's not a booth. They were part of a uh, panel discussion on privacy. <laughs> okay. Uh, have, hasn't Apple had a bunch of privacy scandals recently? Mm-hmm. Okay. I forgot what they are, though. No. Anyway. Um, oh, there was the whole, like, you know, HomePod thing and people, like, contractors listening in on... Um, Drug deals uh, and stuff, or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah that was right. the whole thing. Right. Um, okay, so we're we're running long, so let's do quick uh, two quickies, and then we will again push the decade review stuff until whenever we record again next, or we'll forget about it. So yeah, uh, TiVo. Mm. So apparently, I <laughs> when you, when I looked at the document, I forgot most of this. Apparently, they're going to merge with whatever Xperia is. Oh, I have no idea. I thought uh, TiVo didn't they merge with Rovi like like three years ago? When I when I saw this news, my first thought was like, didn't something like this already happen? Like I, I I'm so confused about who who owns TiVo or like what TiVo even is anymore. In twenty according to Wikipedia, in 2016, Rovi acquired digital video recorder maker TiVo Inc. and renamed itself TiVo Corporation. On May 30th, TiVo announced blah 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 blah. On December 19th, 2019, TiVo will merge with Xperi to make the largest licensing company in the world. Licensing of what? Oh, TiVo is basically becoming just a patent troll. God damn it! But I thought I thought that's what they were coming becoming before. Yeah, because wasn't that their deal where they just they they were suing Comcast over the X One box, and their whole thing is just they were just trying to be like, they're 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 becoming like BlackBerry. Remember when BlackBerry just sued everybody because they're like, oh yeah, we have vetted push email, and you can't make anything that works better than our stuff. That's what TiVo's being. That is a really good comparison. Ooh, all right. I don't remember what it was. I'm gonna, but I'm still gonna write just BlackBerry. I I don't remember. Okay, no show titles this week. Um. So yeah, so that's happening. But uh, the more interesting TiVo news is stuff that you, the thing you posted earlier today, which podcast ideas. Yeah, so TiVo needs to give up because um, there were two uh, two bits of TiVo news today, and the third one is that I need to I have an uh, open OmniFocus reminder where I'm going to call to cancel them, and if they don't make the service like basically nothing, I'm just over it. Like I I do I never. So now that I don't watch Giants games. I don't use my TiVo ever. Like, ever. So I think I just need to, uh, to kill it. 
I'd probably leave the cable TV subscription just so like on the occasion that I want to watch something, I can use the Comcast stream or the Xfinity stream app. But yeah. So two things. TiVo is making a like a fire TV stick competitor called Stream 4K. Which is which is so dumb because everybody's like, going to be better at it than you. Like, what makes what's their unfair advantage? What makes them competent to make this versus T- Amazon, who does not care about profit margins with this and basically just wants to get that? Like, when on Black Friday, how much was the Fire TV stick? Like fifteen dollars. I, I think they were like paying you to take exactly. one. <laughs> Honestly, like it's gonna be like negative interest rates. I swear to God, we're gonna get to the point where Amazon's like, no, we we will we will waive your prime fee for a year if you just plug in these echoes in your home. And then Jeff can listen to you listen to you as you sleep. <laughs> it's the Advil talking. I'm sorry, Jeff. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean and, and we and we we already have evidence that TiVo's not good at this. Like the 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 streaming functionality on the current set of TiVos is awful. I never ever, you know, use Netflix or anything else on my TiVo because literally every other way of the 18 different ways I have to connect to Netflix is better than my TiVo. Like I think I would I think I would literally rather just watch Netflix like on my iPad than on my TiVo. You'd rather watch Netflix by just getting a DVD in the mail. <laughs> exactly. Almost. Um, even though I actively don't connect, as this will, this will be a treat for uh, long-time listeners. Uh, even though I'm actively not connecting my LG TV into the internet, like I would, I would use that the built-in WebOS app before I would ever use TiVo. Like I know we're weirdos that have the Apple TV, even though everybody kind of acknowledges that the Apple TV is just not really very good, or it's not competitive. It's not bad. And because I no, use, I mean, no, I mean, once you once you buy one and get over the crazy high cost, like it's perfectly, perfectly fine. But well, but, but the but the, rem- the remote is garbage. Yeah, Th- that's only mitigated that. by the fact that I that we have the the Harmony Harmony One, Harmony Elite, Harmony One Plus, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so this is silly. Like, just t- why? W- there's nothing that says TiVo is the appropriate company to make this. Ro- like, ro- this is Roku's only business. Amazon has the money to throw at this forever. Chromecast in a similar situation with Google. Why? Nobody I don't think the general public, other than it being kind of like a Kleenex situation, like I don't think people care about TiVo. Like the only people that are in TiVo's corner are the people that are alienating by like the pre-roll ads and all that other kind of stuff. Because like this everybody else is willing to do it for less money because it's not their core business. I don't know, it's silly. <clears throat> and then the last thing is um, at CES, TIFO gave an update on, because it was about a year ago, maybe, I think, that they said, hey, we are making an app that you can run on like your Roku and your Chromecast and your Apple TV, which was the what, what perked our ears up. And you could access your recordings through like whole home uh, through Apple TV, which seemed really cool. But now basically uh, their CEOs are... Um, who was the person? Uh, TiVo Vice President of Consumer Products and Services. Isn't, well, actually, okay, maybe, I guess maybe their entire business isn't consumer products, which is maybe the, the problem. Uh, his whole deal is, why is TiVo backing off on its promise of an Apple TV app? Putting it bluntly, Malone said it's such an app is unlikely to move the needle for TiVo's business. Uh, quote, if we really believe the streaming market is where it's at, we need to double down famous words of promising companies. 
sorry, that was editorializing on that and not get, <laughs> sorry, I don't want people to think that, uh, the C, the uh, VP is talking shit about himself. That's, that's me. Uh, we need to double down on that and not get distracted by a bunch of things that other people want, but aren't really going to move the needle. So basically their point is we're not going to make stuff that's going to keep our current customers. We're going to make stuff that nobody else is going to buy, but we think applies to customers we don't have yet. Uh, I, I, I'm done with TiVo. It, it's been a good, I've, I remember my series two that I got in like 2004. It all, we almost made it two decades. TiVo's dead to me. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, all right. You got anything else other than uh, jump into chef specials? I think let's jump into chef specials. <laughs> Chef's specials. Gosh, I'm tired too. <laughs> um, so I'm going to send you a thing in the thing. I, I can't remember if I actually ended up making this a pick back when I, installed it a little over a year ago oh yeah i don't think you did but um this is the uh google nest that's important carlos google nest hello uh which is their Hmm? you said never mind the 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 cadence with which you said hello that's why i said hi never mind it's very funny now (laughs) well we'll we'll recut that together i think it's hilarious if anybody was listening um the the hello um Hi. which is the <laughs> uh, <laughs> i should just it hang up it hurts to laugh <laughs> which is their video doorbell mm-hmm. um it, it's really nice to have a video doorbell i assume actually that like most of these are like basically the same i know that like august makes one um I don't know. There, there's a bunch of basically every smart home maker has a version of this thing, and I assume they basically all work just about the same. There happened to be a sale on the. I don't even want to say the name of this thing for fear of you. No, no I won't do it again. <laughs> um, there was like a sale on this thing like a a year ago or whatever when I was looking to buy one, so I just happened to stumble into the the Nest ecosystem. Um. And it's 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 really really good. I really like having a video doorbell. Um, it's great to be able to see when packages are delivered. Um, you know, we've been kind of away from our home a lot recently, so seeing people uh, who are working on the home coming and going is nice. Um, it's just a just a nice kind of peace of mind thing to have. Yeah, yeah. No, like video. Yeah, we'll we'll get into this uh, another episode, but like, cause uh, uh, this is weird. Where it's one of the one cases where Google seems like the good company in this. Where I don't know if you've read any of the stories about Ring and kind of Amazon's tactics with law enforcement, and we'll get into that another episode. But uh, where Google, they've actually, even though they might have squandered and maybe under um, invested in Nest as a arm of the company. I think most people actually really like the Nest stuff. Like, I think Nest is the de facto like smart thermostat, and people like the Nest Hello. Like, I think overall it's it's pretty good. Um, whereas other companies that are kind of trafficking in the same space uh, have not as nearly as much customer goodwill because they they do weirder stuff. This is good. I'm very um, you're you're all in on the Echo family products. Like, you would never. Uh, consider get uh just buying on a whim if it was a good price a google home that had a screen where you could access it with your voice just as an experiment to link it into the nest ecosystem 
Now we're we're pretty locked into the the lady in a can ecosystem for voice stuff. Um, Do you know if the Nest Hello um, works hi. with? Yeah, I, it's too late. No, <laughs> half a second earlier would have worked. Um, if that, like, I don't know if it's if it's like a um, a religious thing where Amazon would not let Google integrate into that. Actually, actually, I'm sure that's something easy to Google, but I'm too lazy to do it. So, like, if, if you had an Echo Show, could you access your um, Nest doorbell from that? I I don't know. I can I can adjust the my Nest thermostat through the lady in a can. So, but I think that's less uh, direct competition than Ring, which apparently is like Amazon's crown jewel because they've convinced people they need it. Well, I, I guess I. I mean, I don't know. There, because when someone you know clicks on a little button on the doorbell, and you 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 instantly get a push notification to your phone with mm-hmm. a with an image of the person, and then you can click into that to see a live video. So, I, having a another screen in the house show that I don't think would be super helpful. Yeah. Um. So. Um, have I made any of the coffee stuff uh, chef special yet? I, you know, the we haven't recorded since last decade, so I I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Well, in case maybe this is a, a double endorsement. Well, actually, you know, this will be like carbon offset credits. I'm net zero. I'm I'm chef special neutral right now because I'm rescinding the August smart lock pick coming off the menu. <laughs> dead, de- fucking dead to me. Still angry. Um, what is it called? Um. You you can probably Google this faster than me. Oxo brew pour over kettle. Oh yeah, I think you you mentioned this last show. I don't remember if it was your chef special, but uh yeah, you can put this in the. Well, no, but this isn't it because mine's the one that has the little docking station thing. Does yours, yours have the little water tank? Oh my god, why is this so hard? Okay, I'll just, uh, just straight from oxo.com. We won't get our affiliate revenue. Um, oh, why is my internet being slow? Well, no, it's just Oxo, Oxo's uh, website isn't loading. <laughs> oh, so we're, we're clicking on the same link and it's just not working. Okay. Uh, I'll go to Home Depot then. Okay. Um, no, that's still wrong. Well, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Okay, so it's, it's $100 and it's great. So there's a whole bunch of these that you can get, but basically this has a little inductive um, heating station, which has, that's dead simple to operate. Um, Cause this is actually the second kettle I bought. The first one I returned because unfortunately it wasn't very good. It was a Cuisinart one and it was the wire cutter pick. Um, and there's another link that we have been to talk about of stuff that the wire cutter recommends. It's not actually very good. The, the Cuisinart thing definitely counts as that. So yeah, so it's a hundred bucks. It's a inductive charging plate thing. You just fill it up with water. You twist the knob. You press the button, and it heats the water perfectly to what you want it to be. Uh, it allows you to be very, very precise in the temperature for uh, pour over coffee or heating up soups or whatever it happens to be. Um, and the cool things that make it really nice is that one, it'll keep it uh, at that temperature for thirty minutes if you want to, and it also has a built-in timer because they know like what they designed it for. So if you're trying to time out your pour over so that it's exactly like four and a half minutes or whatever you want, that's built in where you don't need an extra thing. So yeah, if somebody is looking to experiment with doing coffee at home, buy one of these, buy the OXO uh, burr grinder, um, also $100. Everything costs $100 these days. And also get the uh, Chemex um, 
six cup little coffee carafe thing and you will have a very, very, very satisfying cup of coffee. You're becoming more and more like Marco Arment every day. Yeah, but I don't have a shiny red Tesla, so it's okay.